From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. It's Sunday, June 5th, and a study shows that women don't just prefer warm temperatures in the office. Their productivity increases with each degree warmer. AccuWeather's Monica Danielle writes about the thermostat battle and the crucial link between office temps and worker productivity. For years, women have gathered in workplace bathrooms, around water coolers, or the coffee machine to share stories and bond about a common office complaint. The air conditioning is cranked up too high. A study published several years ago confirmed what many women have always known. The temperature isn't just too low— Women's productivity tends to decline when the workplace air becomes downright frigid. Dr. Agni Koyetskaiti is a behavioral economist at the WZB Berlin Social Science Center in Germany. She told AccuWeather that while working with the study's co-author, Dr. Tom Chang at the University of Southern California, their own frigid office temps prompted the research. We both were working at USC in Los Angeles, and it's freaking cold in there. Outside would be 80-something, and you go inside and you're like, oh, no, I have to go home, you know, Koyetskaiti said. Koyetskaiti is from Lithuania and now lives in Berlin. She explained that super-cooled buildings seem to be an American quirk. For me, it was a shock when I moved to the U.S., she said, adding that heavy use of air conditioning simply does not exist in Europe, not even in Spain or Italy, Koyetskaiti continued. Now, people don't do AC, and it's really crazy. I don't know where it comes from, this tradition of cooling everything down to 60 degrees Fahrenheit. She observed women in offices taking extraordinary steps to stay warm. Sleeping bags, blankets, the heaters, they have heaters under the desk for their feet, and it's super inefficient for energy, you know? Think about it. The AC running, there's a heater connected to electricity, so it's a complete waste of the resources, Koyetskaiti said via Zoom from Berlin. Koyetskaiti and Chang, who had a long-running thermostat debate with his wife, began to talk about office temperatures. Why is it so cold in the office? The research shows it was set for men, like in the 60s, for men in suits with their metabolic rate, which is faster than the one of women, she said they discovered. That's why so many women are left in the cold and the thermostat battle is nearly split in half, mostly along the lines of sex. As the BBC reported, a 2015 survey of 129 office workers in the U.S. found that 42% of people think their building is too warm, while 56% think it's too cold. Several noteworthy men famously prefer frigid office temperatures. While promoting her 2013 book Lean In, Facebook Chief Operating Officer Sheryl Sandberg revealed Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg keeps his offices almost icy. The thermostat is set to 59 degrees. When running for governor of New York in 2018 against 
then-incumbent Andrew Cuomo, who is also known to keep his offices chilled like the Arctic, Cynthia Nixon famously emailed the debate organizer to ask that the room be heated to 76 degrees. Strategist Rebecca Katz wrote that working conditions are notoriously sexist when it comes to room temperature, so we just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. Several women subsequently weighed in on Twitter with support. Cynthia Nixon asks for the debate hall to be 76 degrees, and I'm sitting here in my work snuggie wondering if this is actually the opening salvo of the revolution. Washington Post columnist Monica Hess posted on Twitter. At one place where I worked, I would get ready in the morning, put on a presentable outfit, and then wonder why I bothered after I got to the office and threw on my pilly old fleece zip-up to keep warm, said another Twitter user, Lauren Sieben. Iowa University professor Carrie Howley jokingly tweeted she had never felt more invested in a political debate, adding, 49% of Americans control 100% of the office thermostats. Don't engage me unless you're willing to argue at 79 degrees. After Cuomo resigned as New York governor in November 2021, one of the first things that his successor, Kathy Hochul, did upon becoming the first female governor in state history was to turn up the thermostat in the Capitol offices more than 10 degrees, according to the New York Times. Koyaskaiti closely followed the battle, not just for the gubernatorial office, but the thermostat. While it's clear that many women prefer higher temperatures, she wondered how the chilly temperatures were affecting their actual work performance. She, along with Chang, recruited 543 German college students, put them in a room, and made them solve mathematical, verbal, and logic tests at temperatures ranging from as low as 61 degrees to as high as 91 degrees. What we found was that when temperatures were lowest, around 60 degrees Fahrenheit, men were outperforming women in math, verbal, and logic tasks. However, when we increased the temperature, women were getting better and better, and men were getting worse and worse. The thing is, women got significantly better, and men only a little bit worse, Koyutskaiti explained. The 2019 study shows that with each degree warmer, women performed better by 1.8% on average, and men performed 0.6% worse. That means if the temperature is increased by 5 degrees Fahrenheit, women can expect a 10% improvement in work performance, according to the researchers' data. The decrease in men's performance based on temperatures was so small, it wasn't even enough to be statistically significant. We were really surprised the result was so large, Dr. Koyetskaiti laughed. We thought there would be an effect, but we didn't think there was such a huge effect, and we could actually reverse the gender gap so that we can see that at low temperatures, men are outperforming in math tests, but at high temperatures, women are outperforming. Lower office temperatures not only decrease work productivity, Koyetskaiti said, but running air conditioners all day while female employees turn on heaters and take repeated breaks to warm up isn't efficient or good for a company's bottom line. Running an AC at those levels that they are running it, it's so costly. And also it makes their performance worse, so it makes no sense. For now, Koyetskaiti is pleased that the findings of the study gave women quantifiable scientific proof that employers are sacrificing productivity and office temperatures aren't just a preference. She told AccuWeather she has received emails from people all over the world who have used the study to get the temperature changed in their workplace. I have a good friend who is in Australia. 
And he said all the women in his office in Melbourne are with the heaters and the blankets, and he just gave them the copies of the paper, and they went to HR to change it. In Lithuania, my home country, Telia, which is the main mobile service company, also adjusted their temperatures, Koyetskaiti said, noting that she has a friend who works for the company. Also, she couldn't resist circling back to the temperature battle that took place when Cynthia Nixon was running against Andrew Cuomo for governor of New York. After the study came out, Koyetskaiti recalled, I tweeted about it, and I tagged Cynthia Nixon, saying, We proved your point. And she liked my tweet. That's it for today. For your local forecast at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or visit AccuWeather.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.